sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gable Morenci, and I'm on the grid, and so is the raging redhead Cam Stewart. The playoffs continue. NBA, NHL, we're tracking them both. The Colorado Avalanche off to a hot start uh, right now. They're up uh, early on the Coyotes. It's uh, 2-0 late in the first period of play. Meanwhile, the Boston Bruins spotted the Canes uh, goal, and uh, I had to tweet something that I don't tweet very often, and it was pretty painful uh, doing it. And I tweeted, and I said, I'm taking the Boston Bruins. And uh, that's, that's, that's what I did. You know, I've come to the conclusion. I used to do this with Notre Dame, actually, in the old days. When Lou Holtz was the coach of Notre Dame, I hated yep. them, man. Like, and, and when I was younger, I used to bet with my heart. Like, you know, I was like, I hate Notre Dame. I'm betting against Me them. Me too. So, yep. Yeah, you know, sort of like we still do with as adults against the Patriots. Try to make a case for the other team all the time. So, finally, after a while, I realized, I was like, yeah, this isn't working. And I was like, I hate them, but they're going to cover. So, I started betting on them. And I started hating them a little less because at least I was making money off of it. So, like, if the Bruins are going to win, I might as well make money off of it. And I do, I, and I thought, I didn't love it, but I thought, you know... In a game like this, Boston, this is what makes Boston. You know, they, they have that killer instinct. They don't panic. You and I talk about the Bruins a lot. They don't panic when they're down. Today's a classic case uh, of this. So Colorado, we're up 2-0 uh, right now. Utah pummeling the Denver Nuggets yes. early in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. It's 106-77. to The beatdown uh, is on. And uh, it'll be curious to see what happens for in-game uh, total betters right now if uh, Denver wave a flag uh, being as down as they are uh, right now. We'll keep our eye on this. We're going to uh, break down the Sixers and the Celtics. We've got the Mavericks and the Clippers are the saving. Hopefully, Chris Tapps uh, doesn't get kicked out of tonight's basketball game. It's been a very busy day of NHL hockey. We've got more NHL hockey tonight. The Montreal Canadiens and the Philadelphia Flyers. Do the Canadians have anything uh, left? Can they beat uh, Carter Hart? And then the Vancouver Canucks and the St. Louis Blues. We've got Cam's golf picks. Uh, we'll see if we can get uh, Lou. Um, we can track down uh, Gamblu from Arizona. We'll talk a little NHL and UFC as well, Cam. But I look forward to your uh, your golf picks. Me too. It's going to be interesting. It's uh, round one. Uh, the PGA is not screwing around in the pandemic. Three weeks, no bye week, no nothing. Three weeks. Starts with the Northern Trust this week. Top 125. Then we whittle it down to seven, 70 for the next week in the BMW and 30 for the Tour Championship. Interesting, Gabe. Breaking news. Brooks Kepka, as we said. It's funny. I went on the morning show with Walsh and them. I said, fade him. Well, we don't have to fade him. He's done. He has pulled out. His season is over. He has a wrist injury. He will not be playing in this tournament by Brooks Kepka. He will come back for majors, but not for the FedEx Cup tournament. Tiger Woods committing uh, for this week and the following week, too, and should be a lot of fun this week. Uh, there's a guy that I like, and uh, not the favorite, kind of like in the mid-range that I think is very, very, very dangerous, and we'll talk about the golf picks. And like you, I tweeted out the Boston Bruins. If you can't beat them, you join them. I'm sick and tired of losing with Carolina. Screw you, Kara, you bunch of jerks. I'm on the Boston Bruins because, hey, Carolina's not paying my bills uh, i'll tell you what um i think there's a better chance uh, that me and rachel nichols get married 
than there is if I ever pick a golf tournament winner. But I'm pretty good at these top 20s. And, yeah, top 20s. Uh, That's fun. Yeah, and I just used Rachel Nichols as an example because you know I don't really yeah. I don't even have a thing for Rachel Nichols or anything like that. I didn't want like the people <laughs> to think like I was that. Wait, I, yeah. I, I was waiting but for I, Shakira or something. Rachel Nichols. No. <laughs> yeah, I used Rachel Nichols just because it's impossible. Like, you know what I mean? Think about yeah. like in life, like nothing's impossible in life. But you know, Gabriel Morenci and Rachel Nichols are never getting married. Like, no, not that no, it bothers no, me, no. but I'm just stating no. it's never happening. <laughs> That's Correct. what I thought. I, you know, I got to get a better analogy. <laughs> I, li I like it. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates uh, right now. As um, if, you, if you wonder, uh, we do a couple of minutes of uh, TV, and it's much, much better than a radio show. If you're wondering, wow, you know, where's, where, where are all the winners? We give all the winners in the first two minutes. The rest That's are the correct. losers. The rest are just losers. <laughs> but no, all kidding aside, I'm Renzo. We're kicking it with a Reggie Renzo and Cam Stewart. And you know what? Um, I talk about this often. I am a very streaky gambler. And, you know, I talked about this yesterday. It's like a hot day, cold day, hot day, cold day. I'm not going to call it a hot day so far, but it's been a good start. And I've been killing this in-game uh, type of uh, stuff. And yesterday we didn't have a good day. So the pattern continues. But let's hope we can keep this uh, going right now. we got the Sixers and the, uh, the Celtics coming up. Tricky game. Um, it's a tricky series, tricky game. And I look forward to the Mavericks uh, game uh, this evening. Baseball, the baseball cards are uh, intriguing uh, to yes. me tonight. Garrett Cole on the hill once again for the Yankees. It's rare that the Yankees are coming off a loss. They lost for the first time on their home field uh, this year. And, of course, Garrett Cole hasn't lost in, like, forever, man. Uh, 20 consecutive uh, decisions. The question is, is tonight the night that the Tampa Bay Rays snap Garrett Cole's epic winning streak? We'll break that down uh, and uh, more. Uh, interesting baseball uh, card uh, tonight, though. Not just uh, there. Jacob DeGrom returns for the New York uh, Mets uh, this evening. Uh, the uh, the Minnesota-Milwaukee game is a, is an interesting one. Similar to uh, Houston and Colorado. we got a full slate of action tonight, Kim. Yeah, Gabe, uh, we're, we're pretty good uh, uh, ge generating uh, positive revenues on the baseball board last night. We talked about the Rays. Um, you know, they got, uh, they got it done. Uh, Philadelphia got it done. Uh, uh, Cleveland in parlay. So that was good. And we even talked about the under in the game. And Maeda, your old pitcher from the Dodgers, what a perfast, per, per, like fantastic performance. He was spinning a gem. Uh, no hitter broken up in the ninth inning. He's been great. So you're right. There's a couple games. High juice, though. Cole, uh, people think the Yankees are going to win, and they're like a buck 80 favorite. So, yeah, we'll pick something, though. We'll, we got our eye on everything. Yeah, you know what? You can, there's two, you know, we'll, we'll debate this game. You can make an argument that it's rare that you're going to get the Yankees and Garrett Cole at this price, uh, but also you got a smoking hot baseball team. I believe nine and one in their last 10 games. The Tampa Bay Rays at this big of an underdog. Picks, 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 and more picks next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, game time decisions continues. I'm Renzi. We're kicking it with the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. Lou, gamblue.com will join us a little bit uh, later on. We'll squeeze in some UFC. Eh, it's not the greatest uh, UFC card, but it doesn't mean that we can't win uh, with it. So we'll see what uh, Lou has um, circled on the card. Frankie Edgar 
is actually the main event. Pedro Munoz and uh, Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar's 38, going on 39 years old right now, and this guy's been in more wars than the United States military. Right? Exactly. Um, wow. You got to wonder when it's the end of the line for Frankie. Man, that guy's tough. Uh, but um, so yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get Lou's uh, puck thoughts. As uh, so we'll see if Lou's finally stepping up and in. All right. Like, um, before I haven't bet yeah. yet, I've got to analyze. Are you done analyzing? Are you, are you betting yet? <laughs> oh, I can tell you. I, I have do- I have documentation, and Lou's not going to be hacky, happy if the Bruins win because I think he's got Carolina in the series. And I know he's he's still high on the Blues, and that's a high-pressure series against the Canucks tonight. So let's just say uh, Gamble's dancing right now, Gabe. Uh, a little bit nervous with Carolina down one to Boston. I'm not going to lie to you or anybody else on this show. Every hockey pick I make is sort of like in the last couple of days, it's sort of like, I don't know, I'm just, I'm, this is who I'm taking and I'm sort of hoping <laughs> yeah, for the best, right? Exactly, like, yes. <laughs> I don't know, like it's, it's one of those... You know, you think that the the games you expect goals in, there's no goals. The goals, you know, yep. the games that are supposed to go under, there's goals. Uh, besides Philadelphia yep. and Montreal, but with that being stated, and it almost concerns me, uh, but even yesterday, and I do like, I did like Colorado, but Colorado were sort of bigger favorites. I, I mean, exactly. You know, I'm not going to go on a little more like Colorado, but I did like the Avalanche today. Mm-hmm. But I'll me tell too. you what, when I looked at the hockey board, the one game that I'm like, all right, this team, this team's going to win this game tonight. The Vancouver Canucks. Tonight, the Canucks get it done. I it's funny you Canucks, mentioned that. I think they get it yeah. done. I think they, they're a little rested now, a little time to breathe. You know, I don't think the Canucks are going to panic. It's not like, oh, no, the Blues are the champions. They're on, on the comeback trail. I don't think so. I think the Canucks will be able to exhale and uh, hit the ice tonight. I expect to see a hungry Canuck team tonight. And I think they're the better team than the Blues are right now. The Blues just have that pedigree yeah, they're like an old man. Like, you know what I mean? And you're not just going to, you know, rob their house without them hitting you in the face with a lamp. Yeah, you're going to get a couple baseball like, bats. Yeah. Just hope like, it's not in the temple. <laughs> so, like, the Canucks are like yeah, young guys you. push. What are you going to yeah. do about it, old man? What are you going to do about yeah. it? Now, the hit blues, like, they hit him in the face with a wrench. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. you like that, huh? Mm. I think yeah, the Canucks will fighting. come back pissed off now. I think the Canucks will be bullies and jerks tonight. That's That's yeah. my feeling. <laughs> That's the best. Hit him in the face. With the wrench. One of my one of my favorites too. When I'm breaking in, yeah, whoever breaks in my house is getting a golf club in the temple. So uh, I like the wrench in the face. I will say this, Marenzi. I like, I, I, and I'm going to even do go one further. I'm going to ride your wave with the Canucks, and I am I am going to take the Montreal Canadiens. I understand. Let me get this straight. Carter Hart back to back shutouts. Montreal fast team, not getting shots. This is this is this is the game. I don't think Montreal taps out. I think they've been the better team and they've been snake bitten. This I'm going to take the plus price. Both dogs in hockey and in the NBA, you might as well sign me up for everyone too. I'll take Boston. I'm going to take Dallas. I'm already on Utah. Dog City, Marenzi. Every single underdog in those two sports tonight. That's what I'll be taking. Well, we'll see if the Montreal Canadiens have any, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, intestinal fortitude. Let's yes. be real. Carter Hart, listen, Carter Hart's a great young goalie. I don't dispute that. Uh, But I'll also tell you that Whoopi Goldberg could have two consecutive shutouts in the last two games. Like, like, really, the Canadians don't. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. I don't know you're getting your references today. Rachel nah, Nichols, Whoopi Goldberg. I like it, though. Yeah, Whoopi, Go- Whoopi Goldberg could have beat the Canadians. You're right. <laughs> If you want to be honest, if, if I'm being honest, I was going to say Gary Coleman, and Gary Coleman's dead, yeah. but I figured I'd leave yeah, Gary good, out of it. Good um, call. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I don't know, like, take any one of these chicks from The View, all right? That's my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My whole point is Viera, the Canadians yeah. suck, all right? They skate around, man. They're good skaters, these guys. Like, they, they should be Olympic skaters. <laughs> like, yes. You guys should all yes, be. Yes, they should. Like, they don't understand, like, does Jonathan Joanne, like, does this guy, like, ever, like, do anything besides take bad penalties? Like, the yeah. guy, like, it's very frustrating. The Canadians buzz around. You know what they are? They're, they're I swear to God. It's crazy because during the uh, the MLS's back tournament, we compared them. They are the same. They're the Montreal Impact. So they like the Montreal Impact have the ball like seventy eight percent of the time. They do a great job of getting up to the box, and then they just pass it sideways. Nobody ever shoots at the net. <laughs> like it's no, like, that's the Canadians. They buzz around, they skate around, and like I said, after a while, if you're their opponent, you realize you're like, man. These guys just sort of float around, but they don't actually come close to the net. So let them float around. Don't worry about it. Uh, but I tell you what, I don't think the Flyers are that good, bro. Like the Flyers, like the Flyers have gotten lucky. They got a cheap goal the other night to win that stupid game. The Canadians are just a bunch of like, you know, candy ass pansies um, that like, you know, aren't sacrificing in front of the net. So you think the Canadians are going to show some pride tonight and actually show I do. Up? I do. I'm going to bet it. And I'll tell you another thing. Not only the Canadians, they've been bad, but it's kind of what you just said earlier. Philly's been lucky. Montreal's hit more damn bars. How many crossbars and posts have they hit? Like 16? It's unbelievable. When Carter Hart gets beat, it's bar. Some of these bars, it's gonna they're, they're going to hit bar and go in, <laughs> not bar out. That's what I'm talking about. So give me the damn dog. Give me the damn dog in the Montreal Canadians. And, and you know what? I might even oh, do some props tonight, Gabe. You're right. I might even I might even do props with like Gallagher getting a point assist or whatever. He shows up tonight. That guy's an animal. He's a little pit bull. He's going to make sure that the season's not over tonight. I believe in the Canadian. I don't think they're going to win the series, but I think they win tonight. Give me Montreal as a pooch. I'll tell you what, the Canadians, and I know it's cliche, but and normally, honestly, the first goal isn't as, as critical as, as it, people think it is normally. But yep. when you haven't scored in six straight periods – it's critical you get the damn first goal. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, they get down, like, yes. one nothing, And, yes. like, they, yes. they can't score. Like, they're going to – it's going to be a problem. Like, it's oh, the time. thing is the Canadians can't crash and bang and just sort of willpower goals into the net. That's what's frustrating about them. Like, a lot of times teams can say, you know what, all right. That's what I like about the Bruins once again. You know what I mean? They, they just say, all right, just put your head down. Don't worry mm-hmm. about anything. Just hit people and throw the puck at the net. Hit people and throw yes. puck at the net. The Canadians Simple. are always looking for this picture-perfect highlight reel goal. They're Doesn't hard to work. come by in the playoffs. They make one mm-hmm. too many passes, bro. One I too agree. many passes. Like, just shoot the damn puck. Shoot the puck. Shoot the puck. Now, as far as the total is concerned, the um, the, the sports folks got tired of people just uh, stepping up and hitting this under. FanDuel's got a four and a half up on this total right now. Wow. Four and ooh, a half, ooh, Cam. Ooh, Man. Ooh, wow. LAFC uh, totals are higher in soccer. <laughs> <laughs> the best. Yeah, it's four and a half over 175, too. So if you like the under, it's actually FanDuel's dude. Like, if you still think four goals, it's hard to get four goals in this series. You're getting 50 cents with the under. Very intriguing. I'm not going to dance with the totals, Marenzi. You know me. Like at Popeyes, we like our sides. I'm a side man. I'm just betting the dog in Montreal, and I think they can show up tonight. And exactly what you said, shoot the damn puck at the net. Stop trying to be fancy. Just don't be fancy. Crowd the net, shoot. And Hart, Hart has been beaten. He's gotten a lot of help from uh, Uncle, uh, Uncle Post and Crossbar. So well, that'll change tonight. I think Montreal can get it done. 
I've got a prop with uh, Jamal Murray. I played an in-game player prop. Mm, Jamal Murray nice. over 14 and a half points. He exploded. He had four points at the half only. He scored like 10 points yeah. immediately. And yeah. he's been stuck on 14. He's actually still oh, he's on the court right now. Yeah, I need one more. I need like one, one more point, point? this guy. But he hasn't got a point in the entire fourth quarter. The entire fourth quarter, not a single point. Not I've been a noticing. Point. I've been noticing since props have become the thing to play. These prop numbers are sharper than the like the lines, like because that's the thing. A lot of the DFS guys, these uh, Harvard guys, mathematicians, whatever, it's all about the props, right? Gabe, razor thin. <laughs> number. It's uh, it's unbelievable how how close they come to the number. But anyway, I hope he uh, stays in for you. Yeah, it's one eight. Was it one eighteen ninety five right now? So. Yeah, I don't know when they're going to take these guys out. Utah, you know, Utah, um, Utah could win this series. Utah won that basketball game. They it got away from them. It's amazing. Denver have talent, uh, but people people could talk about Mike Conley being gone. And Conley's going to be back. They're saying that Conley might be back for the next game. Actually, if not, mm-hmm. he's back for Game Four. But uh, they were saying that it's a possibility. So now he's going to be back uh, for Game Three. People aren't talking about Will Barton and Gary Harris uh, being out enough for Denver as well. Exactly. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decision continues. I am Renzi. We're kicking it with the raging redhead, Cam Stewart. We'll bring in uh, Gamblu in one second. Just a quick update. 122 to 96 uh, late in this basketball mm. game. Utah throttling the Denver Nuggets. We've got the Philadelphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics uh, coming up. But it looks like we're looking at a 640 Eastern uh, tip-off. Just for the record, I'm going to take uh, Shake and Bake Milton over one and a half uh, three-point shots made. I'm going to take the over 214, 214 and a half. It's at 214 and a half right now at FanDuel. It was 214, 214 and a half. Um, I'm going to go over the number. And uh, let me just load up uh, here. Let's just get the um, first quarter, Cam. Give me that Philadelphia Uh-oh. 76ers. I like Ooh. these hungry teams. Look at, like, yeah. I'm telling you what, look at Brooklyn. Brooklyn wins the first quarter today. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. Utah loses game one. They win the first quarter today. I expect yes. a similar situation. I'm not as down on Philadelphia as everybody else is. I think Philadelphia right there with Boston. I just think Philadelphia choked late in basketball games. So I think True. early in the basketball game, they should be all right. So let's go uh, first quarter. Let me just uh, see what we got. We'll bring Lou and we'll talk some pucks and some UFC. First quarter spread. Ooh. Plus 0.5. <laughs> Ooh, nice. That's the yeah. spread. There you go. Just go ahead. That's the best. Hey, so hey, you're tied, you win. win. They, yeah, they beat you by one. You're screwed. Yeah, you're betting the hook. The hook. We'll take it. All right, so those are my picks <laughs> for the Philadelphia game. Any quick, Cam, any, any picks for the Sixers game? Yeah. Yeah, just give me the Sixers as dogs in the game. I'm going to take the points uh, with the Philadelphia 76ers game. As I told you, I am riding every single underdog in hockey and basketball for the rest of the evening, I'm thinking. So give me the points. I'll take the four and a half with the Sixers. All right, without further ado, let's bring in Lou. Gamblu.com in the house. Lou, it's great to have you back, sir. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. How you doing, Lou? I'm doing great. Thanks for taking the time to have me on. We can talk some uh, passionate sports, which is hockey and fighting. And uh, I sure appreciate the time today, guys. 
Oh, come on, what's that? A subtle shot at the sport we were just talking about? Like you got to come out like <laughs> no, take a, I, I, take I can a, tell you this. <laughs> I have. I can add nothing. I don't know anything about what you guys were even talking about. It might as well have been soccer. <laughs> You're the best uh, yeah, gambler. He's honest. I love yeah, gambling. Honesty. honesty. I just, yeah, I'm not say, there is passion. Boston Celtics, Philadelphia 76. Boston, Philadelphia, yeah. anything. There's passion. Uh, but yeah. uh, good, great to see you. Great to see you, Lou. Uh, so listen, we'll, let's get into the hockey. We, me and Cam were just talking about the Philadelphia and the Montreal series. And there's a great, um, a great um, quote and I don't know if John Wooden invented it, but I know that it was John Wooden. It was one of John Wooden's favorite uh, quotes, great UCLA uh, coach. And he said, never, never confuse activity for achievement. And, you know, I, 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 I like that. It's, it sort of falls into the road. To, the, the road to hell was paved with good intentions. Yeah, but I didn't mean to. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, man. Death Row is full of guys that didn't mean to. So the Montreal Canadiens... They've had bad puck luck. They've hit a million crossbars. They've hit goalposts. At the same point in time, they have also not created enough uh, scoring opportunities. So they don't really have anyone to blame but themselves. But to me, the Flyers haven't looked great either. Cam thinks the Canadians can respond tonight and beat Carter Hart. What do you, what do you think of the series? What do you think of this game uh, tonight? Yes, I, I would say that I tend to want to agree with Cam. I, I think that what's made the Flyers look uh, less than stellar, despite the fact that they just keep winning games, uh, but, but they've looked uh, a little sluggish by the fact that Montreal plays from the goal out. Weber's uh, solidified and, and really made a, a great defense back there that insulates Carey Price. And, yeah, they struggle to score, but that's just how it's going to be in the playoffs for certain teams. You're going to see it out of the Islanders. You're going to see it out of St. Louis and others. But uh, I'm not worried about that because they're so insulated from the goal out. And I, I think Montreal is live tonight, and Philly is going to have to learn how to play playoff hockey in one quick year. And I think Montreal is going to be a good test. Cam? Yeah, I think when you talk about puck luck, and we I know we talked about the Canadians, Gabe. They've been a better team with the speed. The problem is they've run into a goaltender. They've hit bars. They've been very frustrating. Do they take enough shots? No. Do they need to? Yes. You talked about it. The extra pass, cut it out. Get bodies in front. Tatar's fast. Gallagher's an animal. Crowd, crowd, crowd. Create problems for the defenseman. You'll get penalties with the cross checks in front of the net. Power play. Shoot the damn puck on this goaltender. You've hit a lot of bars. Tonight it changes. Give me the Montreal Canadiens plus 125. They will get it done tonight, Gabe, and stay alive. I'm on it. Look, the blue boy rouge. You know what? I'm going to take the Montreal Canadiens as well. And I think it's going to be a low-scoring game uh, once again. Lou, uh, FanDuel posted a four and a half. Uh, we were talking about it, man. There's some higher soccer totals. Uh, but between <laughs> Carey Price and Carter Hart, both these guys, not you know, not just that they're both great goalies, uh, but neither team is really creating, like, a ton of scoring opportunities. Like, the goals have just sort of been fluke goals, you know, love, you know, little wrist shot, you know, flick shot from the blue line that hits, like, four bodies and it ends up in the net uh, after the fact. But the scoring opportunities haven't been there. I think the roles are reversed tonight. I'm going to say it's like, um, let's say it's 2-0 uh, Montreal tonight, guys. 2-0, uh, 
Maybe 3-1. Three, one. three I, to one. I do think three, it's a scoring game. 3-1? That's my final. 3-1 or 3-2. But, yeah, I, I like Montreal. 3-1 is the number that came up. Luke. Yeah. And you know what I'll touch on is what both of you have already touched on that I'll elaborate on just a little bit, and that is puck luck, timing, hitting crossbars, uh, power plays are off. Uh, it's going to be magnified in teams like Philadelphia and Montreal that both teams, A, haven't been to the playoffs recently and be your younger teams. And so those young teams have a hard time finding continuity after being away from playoff hockey for months. Now, teams like Boston and, and other mature veteran-laden teams are seemingly finding some of that right now. But you look across the league, every power play has one too many passes. They're trying to get too cute. They're trying to execute in their mind what they think they can do after months of playing on the ice, and, and they simply can't. And that's why I agree with Cam, and that is get it in the zone, get it on the net, and create havoc. Well said, Lou, uh, kicking it with us. All right, so, so both me and Cam like the Vancouver Canucks uh, tonight. This has been a fun uh, series. Some Listen, the Montreal Canadiens and the Flyers, you figure anytime the Flyers play, that there would be a level of intensity. But the fact of the matter is, you know, listen, Bobby Clark's not, you know, walking through the, the door anytime <laughs> soon, right? It's not like, it's not the no. old days, Bill Barber. Where's Bill Barber? Yeah, exactly. Andre DuPont. Yeah, DuPont. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby Clark. I mean, this guy, right? Remember, remember uh, you know, Team Canada, uh, Harry Sinden in the room said, all right, listen, we got to take care of Karlamov. And uh, Bobby Clark, like, <laughs> broke his leg. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we'll take so, care of him. <laughs> like they even said after, they were like, Bobby, we didn't mean, like, break his leg. He goes, yeah. oh, he's, he's out. He's done. <laughs> I took care of him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he didn't ask him to hurt anybody. Yeah. Uh, and, exactly. and, Bob, and, of course, uh, Bobby Clark did fire a coach uh, that had cancer and said, uh, uh. Yeah. famously said, well, it's not my fault the cancer's making them all goofy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Bobby, yeah. Bobby, Roger uh, Nielsen's Bobby. a nice guy. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was brutal. You know, poor Roger Nielsen, he had to go through that. And he got fired by a Howard Ballard with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And he oh, got yeah. rehired. And Ballard told him, I'll rehire you, but you have to wear a bag over your head so no one knows who you are. <laughs> like... Again, I don't think again, what? Lou, Lou's like, oh, this is normal. Like, imagine Lou, like, in today's day and age, if word got out, like, an owner told a coach, I'll rehire you, we got to put a bag over your head. They'd probably, like, criminally charge him. They'd be like, yes, oh, he's would. abusing people. Like, he's yeah, like, great. like, you'd yeah. be in jail. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, you can't do that now. <laughs> there was a college coach that lost her job the other day. I'm not saying it's cool, but we're in a different era. She called one of her players a fat pig. You know. Mm, I've been you know, called like, worse. Dude, I've been called a hell of a lot worse. Like, <laughs> exactly. Lou, you play yeah, football. Like, yeah. like, really? Like, we're, like, come on. Being called a come fat on, pig is not just kind of coaching. Like, yeah. you know. Suck it up, player player was I'm with you. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Lose a few. <laughs> no comment from Lou. Who's the best? <laughs> <laughs> Don't like, worry, we'll, we'll take the heat, Lou. We'll yeah, take the right. heat. <laughs> I'm taking so much heat, I'm surprised I still have eyebrows. Uh, yeah, that's a good right, point. Sorry. Very little for me to add. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> so, oh, Vancouver. 
Vancouver yep. tonight. Oh, I just think they're a bunch of tough kids. These guys, they they're Good I think they're intimidated by St. Louis. I give credit mm-hmm. to St. Louis. We were talking about St. Louis, Lou, and that pedigree that they showed. Um, and you can tell St. Louis were coming on, man. After you know, at the end of game one, then in the game two, they didn't have any puck luck, but St. Louis had that tenacity <laughs> that they fought through it. But without being stated, I think the Canucks are for real. I don't think the Canucks are like a fluky team. And I think that they have gritty guys. They're not like the Canadians that just float around. The Canucks make their own luck. The Canucks will crash. The Canucks will bang. They got skill. I, I like them tonight. I think they bounce back tonight. Uh, Cam likes the Canucks too. Lou, the floor is yours, sir. St. Louis Blues and Canucks. Yeah, I think the Canucks. I think the Canucks are young. I think they're fast. Um, I think they've exposed St. Louis to an extent, but they're not good against the boards, and that's where St. Louis has taken these last two games. Uh, I, I favor St. Louis in this game because this is the key to their whole playoff season, and I think they're ready to roll in Vancouver, showing some wear and tear from the previous round. All right, we'll continue this conversation, and we're going to step into the octagon as well. Game time decisions continue. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Well, I said it before, um, I don't like doing it, and it was painful tweeting it, uh, but now that the money has um, been um, been put in the account, hey, Boston wins, Boston wins. Hey. And I'll tell you what, I hate Boston so much, I have a, uh, I have a way around this, uh, Cam, which is pretty good, actually. I did not watch the game. <laughs> Oh, nice, nice. I bet on they Boston. Work, they work for you. This way, they work yeah, for I you. can't, like, cheer for them. I can't, like, sit there and cheer for them. So the key is, I knew the Bruins were going to win, Lou. But I know they say don't bet with your heart, but I have a problem. Like, I was like, I don't like betting on Boston. And there's some, like, I've said so many horrible things about their teams that Lord Gambler, like, I usually lose when I bet on them. They'll, they'll like, it'll be the rare occurrence that they actually lose. So I took the Bruins today, but I did not watch it. <laughs> I'm like... So I can't now. I'm on Philadelphia. I'm back to my uh, back to my uh, my original roots here, going against a Boston team. But I tell you what, guys. To me, listen. Tampa Bay gets it done today. Fine, that's cute. But I saw you, Lou, tweeting about this, saying they got nothing in the belly. Although they did show something coming back today, guys. To me, Boston are the team to beat in the Eastern Conference. And I and one thing with Boston, guys. And I'll throw it to you first, Lou, and we'll get into the fighting. And Cam, jump in with the Bruins tech, and then we'll get into the fighting after. But one thing is, the Bruins are going to get better as this goes on. They even said, yeah, we're not, we're not, you know, it's going to take us a couple of weeks. They didn't even hide it. And you can tell, the Bruins do still look a little slow. And you can tell, like, they're getting better with each shift and each game. Uh, I think the Tuka Ras stuff just sort of rallies them around Yaroslav Halak uh, right now. You know, Halak's a good goalie. Uh, as well, so they don't have to worry about that between the pipes as long as he doesn't get hurt. I just think the Bruins are going to the Stanley Cup, guys. I don't like I don't like them, but I got to respect them. I think the Bees are the team to beat in the East. Lou? I think that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. No, actually, 
I hate to say this. <laughs> I actually, I, I actually absolutely agree with that. I thought Carolina, who I have Me futures too, with, I built, I built my yeah. East on Carolina. I thought they had the youth and speed to expose Boston when they were weakest early on, and they weren't. And now Boston, I think maybe, like St. Louis, it, those those big turbine engines are starting to roll, and they're going to start going downhill, and we could see a rematch. I got to say, Lou and Gabe, Carolina, they had that. They were up two to nothing in that game, and that just tells you about Boston. Carolina wins that game. We can, Lou. We we could have a. They could win this series. Totally agree. They absolutely. Totally they absolutely came out there. They gave up a crap goal and they melted down. And this is surprising to me. And I'm. I, I, they need to be called out. Rod Brindamore is a good coach, but that team melted down. Boston scored four unanswered goals in that game. Everyone's like, oh, it's James Reimer's fault. No, it isn't. You, you hung the guy out to dry. They had breakaways all throughout the third period. The Carolina Hurricanes have to grow up. They have the talent, but the Boston Bruin are, Bruins are men, and they win those games, Lou. I think Carolina's good, but it's some growing pains. They, they need to get I, better. A total, a total agreement, and I agree. I bet Carolina at the beginning of this whole thing because of Brenda Moore, and I just lost a series because of them. <laughs> Man, you guys are you guys are hard on Brenda Moore here. I hate to uh, I hate to just, say it. He, I hate to say the truth. He, he was out coached. He was He's a little tight. He's also a little tight. And and remember, your your players feed off the coach. He's a little tight. He'll he'll loosen up with some time. I hope. Gamble, uh kick it with us, the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. All right. So speaking of men, the Boston Bruins are men. So is Frankie Edgar. The question is, is he an old uh, man uh, right now? 38 years old, going on 39. Guy's been in a, in a ton of wars. And all you need to do, really, is you look at who Frankie Edgar's adversaries were. And for the most part, they're retired um, right now. Yet he's he's still here. So he's an underdog here against Pedro Munoz. Uh, Munoz, uh, minus 260 right now. FanDuel, plus 215. Frankie Edgar, what do you make of this uh, main event, Lou? I mean, Lou... You're you're known for for betting underdogs when it comes uh, to to the to mixed martial arts and the UFC. Do you see anything here with Frankie Edgar? Honestly, I, I do not. And I'll start with this stat because I used one similar last week with the heavyweights, and that's this: uh, when fighters compete over the age of 38 in the lower weight divisions of the UFC, and I only tracked flyweight, bantamweight. And featherweight, that's 145, 135, 125. Over 38 years old, fighters are 136 and 172 or 44%. So it doesn't pay to be over 38. Frankie's 39. Now that throws a wet blanket on it. If Pedro Muniz gets reckless and races forward, to do Frankie's job for him and allows Frankie to wrestle him, then I could see a scenario where Frankie has success. But let's remember, he started his career at 55, fought for years there, then to 45, where he had terrible results. Now he moves to 35. I got to see him on the scale, but I'm, I, I, I think Pedro Munoz is a very legitimate favorite. I'll say it like that. Uh, what about um, you know Frankie Edgar? One thing about Frankie is his his durability and his toughness. Um, he can take a beating in the cage. 
Does this lead you to believe that this fight goes the distance, Lou, or at least close to the distance? I, I mean, if you, I, I'd like to check your numbers. I'm seeing the over-under is three and a half, and I, I want to say Frankie surely has the toughness and durability to make that over. Well, here's what I don't trust, is that par- Frankie's whole recipe during his success of his career was his pressure wrestling combined with his unbelievable legwork and movement. And his legwork and movement isn't there anymore. And he's fighting a kid 33 years old. So I have less opinion on the over-under, to be completely honest. I, I just think Munoz is a worthy favorite. What do you think of the co-main event? Um, you guys remember we talked about OSP. And I, I remember he went, yeah, he went up to heavyweight in his last fight, and he looked terrible against Ben Rothwell. He couldn't move. Yes. Um, so he's, he's come back down right now to, uh, to 205, uh, Lou. Your take on OSP and what you know what what do you what do you make of him going up to heavyweight and then immediately coming back down uh, right after? I guess realizing that heavyweight wasn't for him. What do you make of the, the the psychology of that? I make it that he wanted to make money and he took the fight because I he, that's what he said at the time. <laughs> but, but literally, that's what he said at the time while he was taking Rothwell. He had nothing else to do. He wanted to be active, which is great. Rothwell did have his day, even though he's a big, huge tank of a guy now. I, so I, to answer your question. I put no skin is the fact that uh, OSP has a tremendous wealth of experience. He's he's been beat by the only the elite in the division. He has a wrestling uh, background, and though he's 37, he's awkward, unorthodox, but very experienced. And he's going to get Menifield, who's a one-dimensional, big, huge, muscular, chiseled power striker. If OSP gets this fight to the second round, it's all him. And I, li- I think OSP should be the favorite, not Menfield. That's what I think. I like where you're going with this. I think, I think the, the, the type of fighter that Menfield is, as you stated, that OSP is used to dealing with. Uh, the heavyweight experiment, as you stated. I mean, he wasn't in shape. He just put the weight on, stepped into the cage. They needed fighters and in the middle of a pandemic. And, uh, mm-hmm. and he answered the call. So... Yeah, I wonder about this, too, and I think people might be overreacting uh, to that loss. Plus 116. All right, Lou. So what else uh, What else on this card? Anything else on this card, Catcher Eye, uh, that we're missing out on? We don't have a ton of time to talk pucks, but uh, what about the prelims? Guys, you know I always have a lot of opinions, but this card, and I never criticize them, this card is really unbelievable. But I do, I did find another dog down. <laughs> there's, there's another dog down below in the card. Oh, come on, against, you're not, you're not, uh, you're not excited for Mizuki Inu and Amanda Lemos. <laughs> no, I'm not. Hubbard Zalecki. Hubbard Zalecki is a good fight, and I'll tell, I'll tell you why. Zalecki's a wrestling-based fighter. Everybody that wants to judge Hubbard, who, oh, by the way, trains at Elevation with Gaethje and and uh, a, a lot of other people. It's, a, it's, a, it's the hottest gym in America right now and at Elevation in Denver. Uh, he fought Marco Madsen that took him down 20 times, and Marco Madsen would take Godzilla down 20 times. And he gets checked for that, and he's fighting a wrestler. This fight opened to pick him. Selecki's minus 145 or so, and now you can catch Austin Hubbard with four UFC fights, and he cut his 
wrestling chops on that Madsen loss, now facing a, a wrestler again with less caliber than Madsen, and Hubbard's got the UFC experience. I think, again, the wrong man's favored here, and I'm going to take Hubbard plus the 110 or 120. Nothing wrong with betting on underdogs. Nothing wrong uh, with, uh, with, with pulling the trigger on underdogs. And so OSP uh, plus money, Austin Hubbard, uh, plus money as well. All right, Lou, we got about uh, we got about two minutes uh, left here. So what else uh, on this card? Is that it? As far as this card is concerned, as you stated, this it's yeah, a tough I, one. This one, it it, it really is. It, the Prakino Michael Rodriguez fight interests me, but Rodriguez is really long and not coordinated. He fights for Joe Lozon's camp in Boston. This is a fight for him to win. Prakino's got little to nothing. He's just a Polish brawler coming in. But he could crowd Michael Rodriguez and give him trouble. Uh, Daniel Rodriguez, this is a fight you guys should watch because Sato, the Japanese fighter, he's surely game. Uh, and Daniel Rodriguez, he just throws him out. He lands 8.6 punches a minute. He receives seven punches a minute. So this is going to be a barn burner, that fight. Uh, you'll you'll want to watch that. And Daniel Rodriguez, minus 175 or so. Both those Rodriguez's should be favorites. I just don't like how big a favorite they are. Lou, Rodriguez parlay. Interesting. Rodriguez and Rodriguez, Lou, or what? <laughs> yeah, that might be. That, that might be. You might want to take the Rodriguez boys in the uh, parlay play and puke special. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> We got it. We got it. We got to copyright that. We got to get that website. Parlay, we parlayplayingcute.com. Play, yeah, I agree. It <laughs> sounds great. Parlayplayingcute.com. Uh, All right, so we'll get you out of here, Lou, but it doesn't feel like it because there's NHL hockey going on right now and there's NBA playoffs and it's the summer, but and there's no NFL preseason. Yet they are practicing right now. So it has it has begun, and the NFL supposedly, you know, will be kicking off as regularly, regularly uh, scheduled. Hey, we will start getting into some NFL uh, soon. Although, are you, what, are you, are you um, staying away from futures uh, this year, Lou? Somebody asked me actually the other day. Our boy, a fat butt, Adam, um, great guy, lives in Las Vegas. Um, he, he said, "Hey, Marenzi, you're coming down to Vegas to enter into the contest this year." I'm kind of cold on the contest this year, man. I don't really want to put thousands of dollars in. I don't know the formats, the season. I don't know if it's going to go 16 games. I, you know, there's just so many variables. But what do you make of NFL futures in a contest? Are you staying away or are you just doing business as usual, Lou? you got 30 seconds. Huge overlays in the contest. Uh, of all the years you should enter the contest, these are the years you should enter. You got in the super contest 200 players for a million bucks. Usually that's 3,000 players. So you, this is the year to join that. Uh, oh, is that what it is? Other now? than that, I have, people. Wow. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They they have huge overlays in all their content. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
All right, we're on the clock uh, right now, game time decisions, and then we transition into uh, in-game live. Um, so let's get down to business. Let's go rapid fire. We talked uh, MMA. Uh, we talked NHL. We've talked some NBA. Uh, but let's get into some Major League Baseball right now. The game's going off uh, the board in the uh, 705, 710, uh, et cetera, uh, time uh, zone. So Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Cleveland, uh, get it done. Never easy with Cleveland. It's funny because I bet yep. on Cleveland last night. And I always say on this show, Cam, and people, you, know, you remember, we say every Cleveland game's the same. They get up to or it's 2 nothing, then it's 2-2, two, two, then you sweat it out, and then it's 4-2, four, 4-4. Two, four, four. They did it last night. They're of up 3 nothing. I'm like, all right, finally. And I smooth Cleveland game. No, no. <laughs> then it's 3-3. Three, three. <laughs> and it's like, it's a stress job all night. So, I'm not going back to this tonight. I'm passing on this ball game, Ken. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to pass on this game too, or I might add it to a three-game parlay. But, Gabe, I'm going to do uh, your old neighborhood two-step. You, Yang, Metal Matt. I'm doing the New York two-step with the Yankees and the Mets. Start parlaying the news. C- news. Cam's betting New York plus Cam's 122. On FanDuel, Mets and Yankees plus 122. I'm going with DeGrom and Cole. Glasnow hasn't been the same pitcher for the Rays. And uh, come on, DeGrom, give him some run support. He should be able to eat up Lopez. So we get both New York teams to a plus money, Gabe. Let's rock. Well, I'll tell you what. Normally betting both New York baseball teams will result uh, in heartache. and It'll be the Mets yes. that are the ones that let you down tonight. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I really, really want to take the Tampa Bay Rays, man. I really want to take yeah. the Rays tonight against Garrett Cole. And in fact, you know what? We're going to do it. I'm getting Balls. in front of a, I like that of plus a falling money. knife here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Give me the Red Hot Rays plus 168 against the New wow. York Yankees. And Garrett Cole hasn't lost um, hasn't lost in like two years. And exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. He I'm already, lost already, in a very long already time. buyer's remorse. In-game live coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 